Bush, Ben Milstead. We are live inside the Upcountry Fiber studios. Upcountry Fiber is a stronger connection. Continue to text the show. Call the show 654-ROARS, the number on the Adams Corping text line or on the phones. Uh, right now, as we do each Wednesday, it's time for Quick Hitters with Go Follow Lead. Uh, Dr. Jana Butler joins us. And once I fix my own error, user error with the phone system, I can bring Jana in. Jana, what's up? Hey, Quark, how's it going? Jana, I'm doing great. I hope you're doing well. Happy Wednesday to you. Um, I love the topic that we're going to discuss today because we have talked so much about sort of brain drain in sports and the perpetual hot seat where I was actually reading some today where somebody who won a conference championship, it was actually multiple coaches that won conference championships two years ago that are apparently on the hot seat coming into next season. It is very difficult to escape that. And there's an example of a coach in women's basketball that just reached a career milestone that has done what so many coaches find elusive. Uh, uh, tell us your thoughts to start about uh, Tara Vanderveer and her career at Stanford. Yeah, no, I, I love that. I love that intro. I feel like every uh, time I get an ESPN ding or an alert or the ticker, right, watching a game, Somebody's getting fired, somebody's getting hired or rehired and refired. And so the coaching carousel, so to say, is a real thing, right? And you choose to get in this business, you just know that that's part of the reality. But Coach Vanderveer is someone who's kind of um, escaped all that. You know, she got her first uh, head coaching job in 1978 and just, uh, just got her 1,205th win. I think three broke the record, but now we're at five right, passing Coach K, and so, you know, she's a little bit of a, a diamond out there, having had her career at Stanford since 85, and just doing things really consistency, really consistent over a long period of time, um, which is, I think, encouraging for the rest of us who, who decide to get into this line of work. Yeah, for sure, and I mean, there's a, there's a great sort of lesson here, I would say, beyond coaching into, like, the world, where, you know, if you're going to be in an industry now for 30, 40 years, a lot of things are going to change, and the responsibility you have as somebody who's in that job is to just continue to go with the changes and to adapt and adjust. And they're like, she she started coaching career what in in the late seventies, I believe, at Idaho, and a lot of stuff has happened since then that she's been able to adapt and adjust and not just coach and play the same way that she did decades ago. I, I completely agree with you, and I think the thing that really separates her is that she adapted but didn't necessarily change who she was at her core, right? Um, a little fun fact that I did not know about her, but that she played at Indiana and took a basketball class from Coach Knight wow. and used to go to his practices when she was a student athlete. So just think about that as, like, your intro into college coaching, right? But absolutely, you're, you're starting to coach, you know, decades ago. Then you got a there's a three point line that comes into play. Well, what's that going to do for our game? There's a shot clock that comes into play. What's that going to do for our game? Uh, let's fast forward, you know, and now we have NIL. And oh, and by the way, you're also going to go and compete in a new conference next year, right? So I definitely say that she has seen her fair share of change, and you know the things that her players really speak so highly about in regards to her is that she shows up the same every day. Like she's even keel. It's slow and steady when the race. Um, and she even kind of turned this, uh, t- coined this term of having a controlled meltdown. I have to be the role model for my athletes and how I respond to adversity and how I respond to new and how I respond to change. And so if it is going to be a little bit of a reaction, it's going to be a controlled reaction, right? I'm not going to go off on an official, I'm not going to lose my mind over a new policy. And so I think she just her level of consistency in her leadership really is what has helped sustain her. Well, and I would I would also say this in terms of the consistency piece. Staff continuity is important. Um, it's also important when you don't have continuity to make the right hires, correct? I mean, I, we hear coaches talk about this all the time, and we, we've talked about it with Dabo, how he sort of fortified his staff and, and upgraded in some ways. And maybe he was having to do a lot as a head coach and wasn't able to be his best self. Uh, you don't get to over 1,200 career wins without delegating responsibility and trusting those around you. Absolutely. As she, you know, if you look at her staff, there's a high level of tenure there and the amount of years that they've been in the business and doing it together. 
right? And she has a great line when she talks about, you know, hiring practices. She says, go find people who will compliment you, but not compliment you, right? Oh, compliment you in the way of, like, maybe maybe their strengths um, aren't mine. You know, she talks about her. She's a, she's a big idea, big thinking person. So she makes sure she has someone on staff who's a, a planner, organized, detail-oriented, right? And, and then the other side, they're not going to compliment you. They're not just going to tell you what you want to hear as a leader. They're going to tell you that's a good idea because you are the head coach, right? Uh, they're going to pat you on the back and tell you when you do a good job, if you do a good job. But if you're not, they're also going to let you know that too. And so I think that that kind of hiring practice is a really good framework uh, for other coaches to hear. You know this very well from experience. Like when, when the shifting sands change underneath you, whether it's a uh, a job change or uh, the circumstances, like right now we're talking about NIL and the portal coming into play. It, you you mm-hmm. mentioned it earlier, like you're not going to last if you don't have a tremendously strong sense of self. How hard is that to do for a coach or a leader of an organization? And how hard is it to sort of make sure that stays stable when the circumstances that may have made that easier at one time to sort of establish and reaffirm now all of a sudden have shifted and you're in an uncomfortable spot. So I think the thing when we take, you know, Coach Vandeveer as the example, um, she has Stanford behind her name, right? And I think the two are a little synonymous now with the longevity of her career. So, you know, one of the things she's kind of quoted talking about is like, now I have to make sure that families and student-athletes know that the value even more of a Stanford education and what Stanford provides decades down the road than ever before when it comes to NIL. She also credits, you know, the, the, the job that their collectives are doing and emphasizing gender equality through, through Title IX and how their, how their collectives are being run. And so, again, you don't see her, like, all up in arms, flashy, uh, making big news, but it's just very simple. This is me. We're going to keep selling what we've been selling, and we're going to keep re- relying on the value of Stanford and everything that it represents and that our part of the country represents. Um, and, and she's just kind of staying true to, to those things. I mean, probably on a little bit more of a uh, elevated level because NIL is here and it's not going anywhere. Um, and so I think you just kind of see her um, in, in great alignment with, with who she is and what she's been doing the last 10 years. I mean, like she's, she's had one losing season uh, in a, you know, 40, 40 plus year career. So, I think she's doing a couple things right. Yeah, I would say so. I, I was actually I was speaking to a group yesterday, and um, I made the point. Like, I've been in radio for uh, like 14 years. I've been a host for 10 years. And I wouldn't be doing it anymore if it didn't fully align with, like, the calling on my life. And I'm mm-hmm. looking at, uh, like, you've got a career here that we're talking about that's about to span five decades. We're talking about 50 years. Mm-hmm. Nobody lasts in any career unless you feel like it's a calling on your life, especially now with the importance that we put on it culturally, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think that's also why it's important to talk about her and her career and Coach K and his. And We're not going to see this. Uh, you know, I feel pretty confident saying we're not going to see this again. You know, there, there's greater parity in the game as far as, you know, uh, accumulating wins. Um, coaches are given, you know, five, six years to make the magic happen or, hey, you're out of here. Maybe maybe five, six years might be generous uh, at some places. So I think it's important to just take a moment, you know, and, and honor her a little bit and how she's gone about um, building it and, and sustaining it. She, she talked one time um, about, you know, and this is back to her adaptability, they were running an offense for 12 years, 12 years, same offense. And then she's like, I don't think this is working anymore, right? And, again, kind of keeping up with what the trends are in her game, she switched over to the Princeton offense, boom, national championship during the pandemic in 2021, right? So um, I think that just speaks to her love of the game, and she's known she's had a passion for the game, and she's just she's just followed that. Is it unfortunate that we're not going to see this anymore? Because when you say things like there's parity, like that feels good, right? But it, it also could potentially stifle the opportunity for somebody to build something great like this. So in your mind, is it is it a net negative that these things are these pressures, the the NIL portal, the sort of fan pressure of and the the, the other demands of the job that sort of take you away from the coaching? I mean, what wh- where do you fall in that spectrum in terms of do you think it's a good thing or a bad thing? 
Well, if we're going to talk about NIL just off on its uh, on its own, that's a different conversation. <laughs> yes. But if we're if we're grouping it in with everything else we've talked about, you know, I think another factor is coaches aren't being hired when they're 23 to be head coaches, right? And so that's that's another thing. Um, but I think what it does, and and you could kind of look at like let's use the NBA as an example, the idea of the goat, right? That's changed too. You know, we've gone from a Michael Jordan style play to a LeBron style play to a Curry style play. And I think the our idea of what coaching greatness is is just going to change a little bit. It's not going to be the um, I have you know five championships out of the last six years, and and what probably needs to happen is we need our administrators and folks like that to understand a little bit because of how much NIL and the portal and all those things are impacting what sustaining success looks like. Uh, Jana, this has been great. Uh, fascinating discussion. Tell me, I know you've got a busy week all the time with Go Follow Lee. What's coming up with you guys? So the exciting thing tonight is I get to see two of our teams play each other. Um, Newberry College is coming to play at Anderson Women's Basketball at 530, and I'm going to go watch two, two of my locker rooms uh, compete. So I'm excited about that. Fantastic. Enjoy, and uh, as always, we appreciate the conversation. Uh, Dr. Jana Butler, Go Follow Lee. Thanks, Jana. Thanks, Quox. See you guys. All right. That is uh, Dr. Jana Butler. I, it's an interesting discussion about longevity and about consistency with Tar Vanderveer, who is over 1,200 wins, and the contention that we're not going to see that anymore. And you know what? It like We've talked about this coaching carousel cycle about Nick Saban packing it in, Jim Harbaugh going to the NFL. Um, I saw Josh Pate uh, say two yesterday or two days ago, uh, you would be shocked the number of coaches who are this close to just flat-out walking in college football from prominent jobs because it's very hard to do this because of the pressure on one end from fans and social media and administrators and boosters and because of the demands of the job on the other end from just dealing with staff, dealing with players, dealing with ballooning staff so you're managing more people, the time commitment that's there. And, you know, what Janet mentioned is the parity. Uh, there's there's more people doing it at a high level, and there's more people doing similar stuff. And so it's harder to set yourself off. Um, it's harder to set yourself apart now. And um, it's something I, I would agree with her contention that it's something we have to celebrate because you you don't know. Like, you're not entitled to seeing a great coach do it for 50 years like this. You're not entitled to a Pat Summit. You're not entitled to Gino Oriema. You're not entitled to a Mike Krzyzewski, a Dean Smith. You're... You're not entitled to Tara Vanderveer. Like you're, you're not entitled to see that um, in a sport at a at a school with a program. So very interesting to think about, and that's something that I'll be honest. Like talking about it with Jana, now I'm going to be going back to that, and I'm probably going to be a little more um, a little more aware of it. Um, I thought I actually thought about Pat Mahomes and Andy Reid going to six straight AFC championships. We can just say that and breeze on past it. But think about how hard that is to do. Think about Tom Brady. God, I can't believe I'm saying oh, I'm saying good stuff about Tom Brady. Uh, think about how hard it is to be that consistently great. We are not entitled to just pass the baton from one to the other because the standard changes. So, interesting discussion. Uh, thoroughly enjoyed that. You know, you're talking about not seeing it again. I guess Don Staley would be positioned about as good as anybody given how, you know, relatively young she still is. Um she's she's only at five I say only. <laughs> I don't mean disrespect, but relative to the records, five hundred and ninety three wins in her career. That's twenty three years though. Twenty three years of coaching. Ooh. Is she going to coach another twenty three years? I don't know. See, I mean, I'm not going to tell her that she's not, but and it, and women's sport might be a bad example because I think you might be more likely to do it there. But in 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 other sports, you're you're just not going to have somebody coach that long anymore. I, I just don't think you are. I think some of it is the amount of money you can make in a short amount of time. You know, I was going to say that too. You get to a point where the trade off is it's not. There is a trade-off that makes sense. You know, like Nick Saban. If Nick Saban needed the money, he would still be coaching. He wouldn't have retired. Correct. 
Because he could. I mean, I'm sure Nick Saban could still coach at a certain level. Uh, 654 Roars the number. We got an interesting text on this that I want to address on the other side. And it says this. Do you think it's harder to be a college football coach now than an NFL one? Interesting question. We'll get to it on the other side. First, I want to tell you about Ingles, where we'll find low prices and love the savings. I love Wednesdays at Ingles because, uh, well, I love every day at Ingles. Tuesdays are 2X Tuesday, where you get uh, double the uh, Ingles Advantage points. Wednesdays are when the deals reset. So if you go to your local neighborhood Wendy's, uh, Wendy's, if when you go to your local neighborhood Ingles, uh, don't go to Wendy's looking for groceries. Don't go to Ingles looking for uh, pretzel bacon. Either. I have gone to both at the same time or on the same trip. On the same I trip. Have. Uh, you will find at Ingles deals like this. I am staring right at beef London broil. I love a good London broil, especially when I can get it for $5 a pound. Or a good pork tenderloin from Hormel, two ninety eight a pound. Uh, I love the Nature Zone, big Nature Zone guy, uh, two for five dollars in terms of bread. The Boar's Head Firesmith Flame Grilled Chicken Breast. What do I say? More words is more better with the Boar's Head, twelve forty nine a pound. You can go in uh, to the uh, to like the dairy section. You can get Chobani yogurt, ninety eight cents each. You can get uh, deli sliced peppers from Mazetta, four for five dollars. Things like Ocean Spray Craisins, one ninety eight each. Pepsi products, two for eight bucks. That's all at your local Ingles, where you find low prices, and you will love the savings. Stay with us. Hour two of the program continues right after this. Call the plumber whose name is his number one. Tom Plumber. plumber fast i always call one tom plumber one tom what here dial the number one then tom plumber or just tell your smartphone to call one tom plumber they promise to be there in an hour call the plumber whose name is his number one tom plumber Clemson Nation, this is former national champion Ben Boyer. If you live in Anderson, Greenville, Clemson, or Malden, South Carolina, and you're looking for the best birthday suit in town, come get tailored at www.thejunkyardfitness.com. Come by and see us at our four locations in the upstate of South Carolina. Your first week is always free. East Main Furniture in Easley, where every day is a sale day. Come find deals on living room, bedroom, dining room, lamps, rugs, mattresses, and occasional furniture. Brands like Lazy Boy, England, Best, Ashley, Catnapper, Liberty Furniture, and Von Bassett. All at discounted prices. If they don't stock it, they can special order it for you. Now offering up to 12 months. Same as cash on purchases over $300. East Main Furniture located at 829 East Main Street, Easley. Or call 864-442-6054 today. Hey guys, it's time to reclaim that alpha feeling. If you've been feeling sluggish, carrying extra weight, or missing a step in the bedroom, it's time for a change. Book an appointment today at Low Country Mail. Our concierge testosterone replacement therapy plans start at just $220 a month covering testosterone, labs, medication, and doctor visits. We also offer growth hormone replacement and top-notch anti-aging plans. Let's make men men again. Book today at lowcountrymail.com. Cards issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Are you the decision maker in your company? Do you want more control over your business spending? Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management platform designed to save you time and money. Ramp offers unlimited corporate cards with spend controls you can customize to stop wasteful spending before it happens. Ramp makes expense reports a breeze by automatically collecting receipts and matching them to the right transaction. You'll close your books in hours instead of days. Ramp allows you to see all of your company spend in one place, so you can make quick, informed decisions about your business finances. Plus, Ramp will share insights based on your spending to help you cut costs. Over 15,000 businesses have added up to 5% to their bottom line with Ramp. You can be one of them. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp. Just go to ramp.com sports. Ramp.com sports. R-A-M-P dot com slash sports. 
Happy New Year! 2024 is here, and that means it's time to get your finances on track. With Founders Federal Credit Union, you can manage debt like a pro this year. Simplify and possibly reduce your payments by consolidating your high-interest debt with a personal loan from Founders. With flexible payment terms and loan amounts, we have a personal loan to fit your needs. Stop by one of our 40 convenient office locations or visit foundersfcu.com slash personal loans to apply for a personal loan today. Member qualification required. Terms and conditions apply. Get the appliances you need right away at Lowe's. Explore the largest assortment of brands you trust, like Whirlpool, Samsung, and LG, in-store or online at the best values. Plus, take advantage of our everyday financing offers on top items, from refrigerators to laundry pairs. And there's more. Get your new appliances delivered or installed quickly at your convenience. Because Lowe's knows appliances. Lowe's knows home improvement. Subject to credit approval. Broadcasting live from the Upcountry Fiber Studios, this is 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Upcountry Fiber is a stronger connection. 105.5 and 97.5, we are The Roar, where every day is game, game day. If there's a fire in your kitchen And when your roof just won't stop leaking I got your back All right, hour number two continues out of bounds. William Quaggenbush, Ben Milstead. A text that we got right at the end of that segment, uh, it asked this question. It says, uh, this is from the 864. Do you think it's harder to be a college football coach now than an NFL one? Um, I don't have a thought on that. I think it is harder for coaches to do both, but I'm not sure that that, well, I say harder. I think it's hard for you to be good at both. Um, Ben, do you have any thoughts on that? Is is it harder to be a college football coach than an NFL coach now? Let's define now, because in the snapshot of the moment, I say it is much harder to be a college coach. Okay. I'm defining it that way because of the extraordinary times that we're in with Transfer Portal and NIL, and yet no, no nothing being collective, collect, collective bargained or employee contracts or you know it's it's a very one-sided situation right now in college and and i recognize it used to be very one-sided the other way but from a coach's standpoint right now i couldn't imagine a more difficult time where you are and and i don't we don't have to go into all the the disadvantages now but Imagine being a coach right now where you are so dependent. You, you don't have a uh, – you, you can't claim somebody off of waivers in the middle of the season. Or, I mean, all the things that you can do in in pro that you can't do in college, but yet your, your guys can just walk. And your income and your livelihood is dependent on it. Yeah, I would say I, – I, I mean, you there are there are no <laughs> – there are no rules – from a, I'm going to call it an employment standpoint because, in a, I mean, it basically is. There, there's, there's no rules whatsoever for that protect you as a, as a, as a school or a coach right now. In the NFL, you very much are protected from a roster management standpoint. That's very true. I mean, I, if we're, if we're going through history, like when, when Steve Spurrier went to Washington, when uh, Nick Saban went to Miami, Dennis Erickson has done it, Jimmy Johnson's done it, you went from college to the NFL because the pay was better and it was more just managing pay. You didn't have to recruit. You didn't have to do this. The adva- And it's also considered the peak of your profession, mm-hmm. right, to go and coach pros. And so we've seen coaches do that in the past to varying degrees, to Pete Carroll back and forth, to varying degrees of success. Then I think it sort of went the other way, where there were NFL coaches going, this is too hard, I have no job security, and the pay is now better in college 
So I'd like to go there. So there was a brief moment in time for a few years, not that long ago, where you could see NFL coaches coaching in college because of that very reason, because there were now incentives to go to college. But now, I mean, we're talking about how much better people get paid now. The mm-hmm. salaries are out the yin-yang for both. Mm-hmm. Think about, the, you don't have, you do have a a, a very distinct offseason in the NFL. You don't in college. No. I mean, you really don't in college. No, because, like, you're on vacation. Every day somebody can, to your point, every day somebody can leave. Every day. Every day a recruit can commit or decommit. Every single day. You you have to keep tabs on that all the time. I, 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 going to a pro job, there's also this idea that in college, right now, you don't have total control over your roster. You have as little control over your roster as you ever have, but you're also the only one held accountable for that. That's right. You're right. And in the NFL, if the roster sucks, that ain't you as a coach. That's your GM's fault. You still get blamed for it sometimes. I mean, because if the bottom line is you still have to win. And listen, I'm not I'm not discounting what pro coaches do. That that is a a, a tremendous amount of pressure. I mean, a tremendous amount of pressure, uh, especially when the owner is, in some cases, the owner's in in the building every day. You know, you don't really have that in college, so I get it. But I said time and time again, the best thing that could ever happen to you is to get fired <laughs> financially. Yes, and think about the the way that the NFL re, retreads everybody. You know, you're going to get fired. We're going to give you. a uh, a truckload of money to not coach here, and then you're going to be coaching somewhere else tomorrow. That's right. Now, I want to correct something here. Texture from the 803 says less than 1% of all NCAA football players transfer. That's not what we're talking about. Uh, look at the average roster. Let's take Power 5, but I would say in the group of five as well, the average roster, you're losing like eight guys. You lose like 10% of your scholarship allotment every single year. It was nine this year. Okay, so... It was nine this year. So it's over 10. More than 10%, you lose prematurely. So that's in addition to guys graduating, moving on, medically Mm -hmm. retiring, that sort of stuff. You're adding 10% to that. That That is additional work for you. And once again... The like if somebody says I want more NIL money, technically coaches are not responsible for that, but you do get blamed. If your roster's not good enough, you do get blamed. And and listen, I just offer that as one reason, not the reason that college is harder. I mean, what about recruiting? Oh, you don't yeah. recruiting the pros. You got a whole scouting department that's drafting. Right. That that you're like you get say in the decision making, but you don't have to be at fifty eight combines and twenty seven thousand pro days. And you're and, and you're not going and sitting in somebody's home and begging them to come to your school. Correct, showing you know? them love all the time. Yeah, I mean it's it's a totally different recruiting thing. I would also say this. I mean, when we're talking about heart, and you could you could say it's about your job, whatever you're doing. I always say that you know you're in the right job when the things that suck about your job are enjoyable to you or you don't notice. You know, like, and I'm not saying all the things, because everybody has terrible days at their job. Everybody has bad days. Everybody has things they don't want to do in their job. But there are things, like, when I talk to somebody about what I do, there are a lot of times that people will say, God, I can't even imagine doing that. And you can tell for that person, it feels like a real burden for them to sit behind a microphone for 15 hours a week and call games and travel and do that stuff. And I'm not saying it's good or bad, like inherently good or bad. I'm just saying that for some people, that is like the worst job in the world. They would not want to do this. And for me, none of that seems abnormal, difficult. Like, last night, I was at Little John Coliseum until after midnight. That did not seem abnormal or difficult. That's just what, it's just what you do, you know? Exactly. Um, but for a lot of people, they would go, whoa, I can't imagine not being home at 515. Yeah, Every that's night. the other part of it. It's because we love what we do, and coaches love what they do. That's right. If you've got a passion for it in college, then the recruiting seems like just part of the gig. Once you lose that passion, I think you don't. You kind of start to see it as more of a hindrance and more of 
like difficulty. And I think if, like if you're Dan Campbell, for example, I think Dan Campbell loves his job. And there are things that Dan Campbell does uh, every day with the Lions that I think are really difficult, that I would not want to do. And those there are lots of those things that Dan Campbell is like, this is what I really want to do. Like, this is what I signed up for. These are not burdens to me. I'm, I'm not bothered by this stuff. Mm-hmm. One thing that would frustrate me as an NFL coach would be if – let's do it from this angle – if, if you're a college coach and you are frustrated with, say, your quarterback or your running back, then that's your target for the next portal cycle, recruiting cycle, what have you. You know, you go to you go to your recruiting department and you say, you know what, top priority is we've got to have a five-star quarterback. We have to have one in this next recruiting cycle. And you put a lot of focus on that, and you still may not get everybody you want. But if if you decide, like, if you really want to upgrade one position, you can do that now. An NFL coach, there are times where you just don't have a – that's not your call. You You can talk to your team president and your GM and player personnel. You can talk to all those guys. But there's a lot of situations where they'll, you know, sorry, we don't have the money for that. Or we're going to have to wait and hope, you know, we can't move up in the draft. We don't have any draft capital. We're going to have to wait and hope that the guy we recruit in the second round works out. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's right. I, I mean, you, there are some dis- – it's not all one way. You're to- like you're basically told, we know these – you got to play this guy. This happens in baseball all the time. You know, we, what we talk about Marcelo Zuna? Marcelo Zuna's batting uh, like uh, a legal blood alcohol limit in the first two months of the season, and we talk about how he's got to keep playing because of what he makes. That is the yeah. front office telling the manager who to put in the lineup. That happens all the time. Uh, the Astros had friction with Dusty Baker sometimes because the front office was trying to tell him who to play, and Dusty Baker's like, you're not going to tell me who to play. I'm going to play who I want to play. Uh, it's it's very interesting that way. Um I brought this up with Jana. This is this is interesting to me. This is a list. It's a, a coaching hot seat list from Adam Rittenberg from ESPN, and we we maybe can get into some of these names a little further later. But one thing that stood out to me: Dave Aranda is the 2021 Big 12 champion. Won the league. There have been two seasons since then, and he's on the hot seat. Ryan Day has lost eight games in his head coaching career. Uh, he is on the hot seat. Um, Kalani Satake was 21 and four in 2021 and 2020 and 2021. He's on the hot seat. Pat Narduzzi won an ACC title in 2021. He's on the hot seat. Uh, Mike New from Ball State won the MAC at Ball State in 2020. Hot seat. And the NFL, where you know, one thing I've always thought about pro sports is like it's. They coaches get fired so quickly. Like in the NHL, I don't know how any coach stays more than a year in an in, a, in an NHL coaching job. I feel like they get fired every day. Somebody, somebody's get fired in the NHL every single day. But I will say, if you have significant achievements, like if you go to a Super Bowl or you win a couple divisions, or you like, there is longevity to be had. There, there are not. A bunch of franchises out here just firing Super Bowl winning coaches. Think about how many like subpar seasons Pete Carroll's had at with the Seahawks. Think about what's going on with Mike Tomlin at Pittsburgh. Even John Harbaugh with the Ravens. There's no hot seat talk. But in college, similar things are happening and champions are on the hot seat. Or champions are getting fired. I think that's one thing that's appealing about the pros right now is that, yeah, it seems like coaches get hired and fired all the time, particularly when you consider, like in the NFL, there are 32 jobs. But if you win things, if you're achieving in the pros, you get a little bit of a grace period after that because people understand how hard it is to win. I think that's, I think that's a potential positive to the, to the job right now. Uh, speaking of positives, how about uh, the positives to shopping at Buff City Soap. They are innumerable, the positive shopping at Buff City Soap. I use the bar soap. 
I use the hand soap. I use the laundry soap. I use the scent booster. I use the dryer balls. I've used, uh, I've given uh, bath bombs and shower fizzies as gifts before. This is a company that makes great, great products. Two locations to serve you in the upstate. In Greenville, shops at Green Ridge, or in the Hart Village Shopping Center in Clemson. Go by and see our friends at Buff City Soap today. Hour two continues. We are spanning the gamut of sports-related topics today. A lot more to hit when we return after this. This Saturday, the Clemson Tigers are at home inside the friendly confines of Little John Coliseum as they take on the Virginia Cavaliers. Virginia always presents a unique challenge, and the Tigers look to take down the Cavaliers and come out on top. Broadcast begins with pregame at 1.30. Catch it all right here on the Clemson Athletic Network. We are 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar, where every day is game day. Samuel Property Group is locally owned, proud to be part of the upstate community and putting their money where their mouth is. If you know someone moving a loved one into assisted living and struggling to sell their outdated home, or maybe you have a friend with a property wrapped up in probate, what about a vacant, dilapidated home in your neighborhood that needs sprucing up? Make a referral that turns into a deal, and when they close, you get a $1,000 referral fee. It's that easy. SamuelPropertyGroup.com. That's SamuelPropertyGroup.com. I'm a donut nut, I'm a donut nut, I'm a nut for Krispy Kreme. I'm Glenn Reese with Krispy Kreme Donuts in Anderson and Spartanburg. We're open seven days a week. Pick up some delicious donuts and a cup of coffee. We'll help you raise money for your club, church, or group of worthy cause. Sell Krispy Kreme Donuts. Call Spartanburg and Anderson Krispy Kremes. I'm a donut nut, I'm a donut nut, I'm a nut for Krispy Kreme. I'm Mary Hunter Tomlinson. I'm a Clemson grad and an advocate for the people I represent as a member of the Ryan Beasley Law Team. Having been a prosecutor, this gives me the ability to see your case from both sides. As a result, I generate strategic legal defense steps for our clients while our clients can focus on how to move forward. From pro bono work to community involvement, I care about people. My father served as governor of South Carolina and I come from a family that values public service. That desire to serve our community was certainly passed on to me. My experience and the time Ryan Beasley Law has invested in establishing and maintaining relationships with our clients enables us to generate positive outcomes. That's what you want when you find yourself in a court of law, when you've been charged with a crime. It's important to hire an attorney skilled at understanding circumstances and listening with support, compassion, and strategy to succeed. I'm Mary Hunter Tomlinson. Reach out to me at Ryan Beasley Law. Is your crawl space damp or musty? Water in your crawl space can cause wood to rot and creates an environment for mold and mildew that can make its way inside your home. Canty Foundation Specialist specializes in crawl space repair. Call us today for your free inspection so you can have the peace of mind knowing your crawl space is dry and your home is protected. Call today, 864-641-0176 or visit CantyCanFixIt.com. Wow, 2023 flew by, but I sure am ready for 2024. My favorite way to start the new year is to make my home feel like new with Zero Res carpet and air duct cleaning. Only Zero Res uses advanced patented process called ZR Water for superior, long-lasting clean. Right now, three rooms of carpet clean for only $119. Plus, mention me, Mickey, and the Roar, and you'll get a hallway clean for free. Easily schedule your cleaning online at ZeroResGreenville.com. Craft Stove Store and Patio is here to help your home stay warm and cozy until spring with over 20 burning displays of vented and vent-free gas logs. Vent-free logs will heat for just pennies an hour and even keep you warm and cozy in the event of a power failure. Craft Stove Store and Patio even features the radiant heating vented gas logs that have a real fire look and radiant heat. Visit Craft Stove Store and Patio located on 3002 Wade Hampton Boulevard, Taylors. Craft Stove Store and Patio. I'm Eddie Bennett. Winter means colder weather and hot deals on Takeuchi at Bennett Equipment. We have Takeuchi track loaders, excavators, wheel loaders, and hundreds of attachments ready to go to work today. Why settle for less with other brands when you can have the best in Takeuchi? Stop by any of our four convenient locations and see why Bennett and Takeuchi set the standard for equipment sales and rental. And remember, 
When you need equipment in the upstate or northeast Georgia, buy it or rent it from Bennett. Trucks cost less than Traveler's Rest, where your friends at George Coleman Ford are offering an F-150 four-wheel drive crew cab with SDX package MSRP at 53120 George Coleman Ford priced at only 44453 Special rates available through Ford Motor Credit as low as 2.9% for 72 months, led by the fourth generation and in business for over 90 years. That's the team at George Coleman Ford with approved credit offer good through April 2nd, 2024. Every shot, every block, every game. We're your home for Clemson basketball. 105.5 and 97.5. We are the Roar, where every day is game day. We continue on with Hour 2 here Out of Bounds. William Quagamush, Ben Milstead. Uh, last night I had somebody come up to me and uh, compliment my weight loss once again and ask questions about PhD weight loss. And I'm always happy to answer questions about PhD weight loss. I'm, I'm very honest with people. It, the program works. It flat out works. And this is a great time to start. We're at the end of January. It's the longest month. You know, I'm not a, I'm not a big drinker, but like... I'll just say shout out to the people who do dry January because I think that is the wor- that is one of the worst ideas that anybody's ever come up with, dry January. Uh, but shout out to you if that's you. My point bringing that up is a lot of people have these uh, these great goals about the new year. This is about the time where they run out. I'm going to tell you right now, if you're on a weight loss program with PhD, keep going. If you've reached the end of January and you tried something else and it didn't work, which is what happens a lot of times, Try something lasting. MyPhDWeightLoss.com. That is MyPhDWeightLoss.com. Did I really play air piano right there? It, just for a brief moment. Why don't I ever was, notice? I never notice. Let me stand up. Let me show what you did. Yeah. Hey, I love it. Hey. <laughs> I don't there, even. Now I'm going to pay attention. Don't stop. Okay. Right at the, right at the little uh, guitar. Yes. Right there at the end, you just went. Let me oh. tell you about PhD. <laughs> you Let's, yeah, you did. It was awesome. <laughs> Don't okay. ever stop, buddy. I won't. I won't ever stop. Texter asked if you did, and I said yes. Thanks, Texter. The air piano. Appreciate that. Um, it's an instrument. It's it's vital. I have I ever talked about this, and I think dry January is just. I think it's just pain. I think it's just pain for the sake of pain. I didn't think that was a real thing. <laughs> I hear people talking. I, about, I don't know if anybody actually. I don't does know what you're talk talking about. about. <laughs> um, talking about the the weather. It, it rains a lot. I mean, like, <laughs> I seriously though, like I. How do you, like if you if you drank all through? December, how do you get through January? Right. <laughs> I'm kidding. If I'm you kidding. drank all through December, you're just choosing in this dark, long month to be like starting now. I'm depriving myself of that every single day. January's not bad enough. <laughs> it just feels you're just choosing violence. <laughs> it just it just feels odd. Um I think you know, we were talking about being a college coach. I, I bet college coaches aren't doing dry January. I bet they're not. Um it's hard now. Ben, I would suggest to you that it is not going to get easier anytime soon. <laughs> Texas says we do damn January. <laughs> I'm going to need more info on that. I got questions. Give me what's what what links are we allowed to go to in damp January? That that's what that's what I'm a little splash here, a little splash there. I would just say don't get, don't get to the point in life where you feel like that's necessary to take a month off. Th- that's constructive. That's constructive. That's uh. That's what we're talking about. Um, the Tennessee and Virginia lawsuits, which I love how Virginia's just chopped liver in this thing. Like, all the headlines, I read, I read like six headlines on this, and all but one just left Virginia completely out. Okay, give us the, give us the, uh, the Cliff Notes version here. So the Cliff Notes version is that the state of Tennessee is suing the NCAA over basically you can't make me regarding NIL. <laughs> Basically, they say it is an antitrust violation for the NCA to limit 
how, when, where, by whom, through what, any athlete can uh, can sort of pocket NIL money, can make money from their name, image, and likeness. And they have called it an antitrust violation, which that is like the absolutely the most four-letter word of all the four-letter words for the NCAA because they cannot win an antitrust case right now. They have been losing antitrust cases left and right because what schools, states, programs are figuring out is that the NCAA is doing things that people have accepted as just sort of like what you need to do, but they're not doing it with any basis in the law. So, for example, by the way, the reason Tennessee, the reason Virginia's chopped liver on this is because yesterday Tennessee was uh, put under investigation, or they released it, they were under investigation for NIL violations related to the $7 million quarterback, Nico. Yeah, now I, I've read all this. The part that the part that I don't uh, that I don't understand is why is it Tennessee and Virginia? I don't know why Virginia's in this. I truly I don't know what's animating them other than they were going to do it anyway, and Tennessee is knew it, it, and so they said let's go. So, but they it is a they have filed it jointly, or was it just happens to be both states did this same did it at the same time. I don't know all the people on it. It, it. Tennessee and Virginia attorneys general are the named plaintiffs. It said one thing I read, and this is CBS Sports.com. It says the plaintiffs, including the attorneys general of Tennessee and Virginia. So I don't know if there are more, but the case is on the docket as Tennessee and Virginia v. NCAA. So I don't actually know what that means. How okay. many other people are on it? But Tennessee and Virginia are like the they're the they're the main ones. Ben, this this made me upset. Uh, not because, not because of this lawsuit in particular. Like I'm not upset that they filed it. I'm not even really that mad about anything except for that the NCAA continues to make it harder for people to get to a common sense solution because their solutions to the problem are not common sense. Yeah, and a couple. Of- let me let me sum this up for a couple of textures here. They are suing, saying that, in essence, saying you can't tell us we can't use NIL to talk to prospective students. Right. Right now, until a student is enrolled, you are not supposed to talk about NIL at all. They are saying they are in essence saying. Let's stop pretending you can't tell us that we can't do, that we can't talk to them. That is part of college now. So am I, am I, is it too far of a stretch to suggest that they really want to just adopt pay for play? Yes. Or, or, or pay for recruitment. Maybe what, is a better way of saying it. What they want to do is they want, as Michael Scott said, they want all of the credit without any of the blame. Uh, they do want all the benefits of the current structure without any opportunity to be caught. So they're not even challenging the NCAA's rules. They're basically just saying you can't enforce your rules. They're not trying to change the rules or the guidelines. They're just trying to say those guidelines are unenforceable under antitrust law. Because there's not an antitrust exemption on this. And the reason I bring that up as a frustration for me is because it is like flashing lights abundantly clear what the NCAA needs to do. They need to do it yesterday. It would solve so many of these problems, and they won't do it for whatever reason. It is a red line they're unwilling to cross. Let the players collectively bargain and have a say. The reason that they can file this suit is because the NCAA told players you can only profit off your name, image, and likeness in these circumstances. What they are saying is until the players offer up, we won't profit from our name, image, and likeness in these areas. You can't make them. And you can't make the schools. And they're framing it not by the schools, but they're framing it as you can't stop the players from doing something that they haven't told you that they're willing not to do. It is plain as day, black and white, flashing lights. This is what all of these court cases are saying. 
the, the courts are begging the NCAA, just let the players have a say. I don't know that's what this is, though, Quag. It's not that they don't have a say. This is about just being able to talk about NIL before they are to use it as a recruiting tool. I they, mean, you're right. I mean, I mean the, the players have all the say in the world. This is, I don't know, maybe we're reading this two different ways, but I read this more that that these are the schools saying you can't punish us for talking to them about NIL, and they're, they're citing the Alston case for paying for, uh, you know, for student-related payments. That's that's the basis for this lawsuit. That, and in Tennessee's case, they're saying you can't punish us for doing what we just did, and here's why. Uh, yes, that's, that's true. And we are reading this two different ways. So either one of us could be right or wrong, or it might be in the middle, it might be neither. I think if... The, if the NCAA said tomorrow, we are going to let athletes collectively bargain, and then they have a collective bargaining, and as a result of that, they come to an agreement that there will not be NIL inducements pre-enrollment, this lawsuit goes away entirely. I don't think it's the action that's the big deal. I think it's that they are saying, you didn't actually ask them if they were willing to give this up, because it's their name, image, and likeness especially before they're students, I think I have enough understanding of the law. Like, if you're not a student athlete, the NCAA doesn't govern your your likeness, you you can't stop them right. from and profiting that, like that. And that's what, like, Kavanaugh specifically said, you're you, talking about the NCAA, that their remaining compensation rules raise serious questions under antitrust laws. One of their remaining compensation laws is that we can't talk to you about compensation until you're an athlete. And technically, we're not supposed to talk to you about it afterwards because it's name, image, likeness, not part of us. Except now it is part of us because now the NCAA says it has to fall under the the school's umbrella, not outside uh, collectives. So, I I mean, it's... (laughs) they, They change it before it ever is even settled into place and you know what the rules are the ncaa is just i I, listen my my read on this whole on this thing by tennessee and virginia is that you you have no say in nil in ncaa you have no say in in nil correct when we talk to a player about it how they use it when they use it who gives it to them you have no say i agree that's so we do agree on that um, it is, it is astounding to me. This is, this is what bothers me about politics, honestly, that it, it feels like most of the time the American people are pretty clear about what they're asking for in elections or like the, the voters in a district are pretty clear about what they're asking for and maybe what they're not asking for. And the reason there's frustration is that we don't get that stuff. Politicians just don't read that at all. They're like, I know you're saying you want this, but you really want this unrelated thing and expressly not that. People say we want fairness. We want some equity. We want some guardrails around NIL. And the NCAA knows that in order to do that, they've got to bring the athletes in somehow. And instead, they just keep unilaterally making rules. And the courts are going to strike down. This is going to, this lawsuit is going to work. The courts are going to strike this down. I, it, like just like well, the, they struck down everything that the NCAs tried to fight. The case that they're using, that they're citing here, the Supreme Court ruled unanimous on. Yes. So I mean, there, there's no, there's no gray area where the Supreme Court's concerned on this topic. Texter says, absolutely not, William. Oh, that's how I know he's serious. Oh, you got William. I know. Collective bargaining is insane. You're trying to fix a problem by creating a large problem in the future. You know, I, I'm not even. I'm not even mad at what you're saying. You know what's insane? When the courts tell you if you want to limit the opportunity to for student athletes to benefit on the name, image, and likeness, you need to ask them first. And you keep making unilateral gestures and unilateral guidelines and unilateral bylaws and unilateral rules and expressly sort of whistling past the graveyard and not involving the athletes. That is insane. 
because you know it's going to get struck down. The courts are telling you if you want to limit this, you have to bring the athletes into the conversation. Otherwise, you're in violation of antitrust law. And they simply won't do it. And for the people who want guardrails around NIL, the biggest impediment is that the NCAA keeps pretending to do this, knowing full well that if it goes to court, they're going to lose. I believe that with all my heart, that they know they're going to lose this, just like they've lost all the other ones. We'll go to Jimmy. We'll bring in Will Vandervoort on this and many other topics in Hour 3. WCCP-FM 105.5, Clemson, Greenville-Anderson, WAHT AM 1560, Cowpens, 97.5 Spartanburg. We are the Roar. For over 36 years, Little John Portable Toilets has proudly served the upstate. From construction to special events, Little John Portable Toilets has you covered with worry-free toilet service, delivered, cleaned, and sanitized, serving the upstate and further when possible. Portable toilets, handicapped, hand wash stations, holding tanks, executive restroom trailers. And if you have a question, we have a live person to talk with. Little John, family owned and operated. 800-499-5667 and at littlejohntoilets.com. If you're moving a loved one into assisted living and need a stress-free solution for selling their property, Samuel Property Group is here to be your guide. From home evaluation to a hassle-free sale, we handle it all. Let us ease your burden during this transition and receive your check in as little as 10 days. Visit SamuelPropertyGroup.com today and fill out the simple form to be contacted by one of our team members within 48 hours. That's SamuelPropertyGroup.com. Do you have sagging, softer, bouncy floors in your home? Well, this could be a sign of rotten wood caused by moisture in your crawl space. Damaged wood in your crawl space can affect your home's foundation, and that can affect your home's value and nobody wants that. Say goodbye to sagging floors and hello to a stable foundation. Contact Canty today for your free inspection at 864-641-0176 or visit cantyconfixit.com. 59 years is a long time, especially when you're talking about how long a company has been in business. But that's exactly how long Joe Robertson and son have been servicing and installing roofs right here in the upstate. 59 years. That means that many of the roofs you see every day, your neighbors, the roof at your favorite restaurant, even the roofs you're driving past right now, are likely a Joe Robertson and Son roof. Now, you might be wondering why so many people here in the upstate have chosen Joe Robertson and Son for their roofing needs for nearly six decades. And the answer is simple. They were founded on the principles of providing quality workmanship, fair pricing, and complete customer satisfaction. When you work with them, you won't pay a single dime until the job's been completed to your your satisfaction. So if you have any roofing needs, do what so many people in the upstate have done for the past 59 years. Make it a Joe Robertson and Son roof. Call 246-0886. That's 246-0886. Or visit robertsonroofing.net. At Carter Color Company in Clemson, you can get the Benjamin Moore paint that you need to finish any project that you're working on. If it's interior paint you're looking for, we have a great selection of colors and finishes that will complement any room in your home or business. Our Element Guard exterior paint provides protection against wind-driven rain, excessive humidity, and other harsh weather conditions, and with three finishes to choose from. Your home will stand out among the rest. Come see us at 1067 Tiger Boulevard, Clemson, or the web at cartercolor.com. Looking for a job with a company that's focused on family? Glen Raven's Anderson Plant, maker of high-quality Sumbrella products, is hiring now. As a family-run company offering competitive hourly rates to help you support your family, you'll enjoy premium benefits, including a pension program and much more. You'll qualify for a $1,500 sign-on bonus, and once you're hired, if you refer someone who gets hired, you'll get a $2,000 referral bonus, too. If you're experienced or willing to be trained, apply today at join.sumbrella.com. Head to Bojangles and try the new chicken rice bowl for a limited time. It's bow time. Show your love this Valentine's with exquisite fashion jewelry from Diamonds Direct and save an extra 20%. Now through Valentine's, all fashion favorites at Diamonds Direct are on sale. All earrings, all bracelets, all necklaces, stackable bands, colored gemstone jewelry, and more. Lots of romantic and timeless gifts for under $500. Special financing available too. Don't miss this. An extra 20% savings on all fashion jewelry favorites at Diamonds Direct. Shop in store or online at DiamondsDirect.com. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Start the year off in a brand new Bronco Sport from George Coleman Ford and Travelers West with prices as low as $32,395 and special rates as low as 0.9% 
for 60 months. You'll be the envy of your friends in your new George Coleman Ford Bronco Sport. In business for over 90 years and led by the fourth generation, Broncos cost less and travelers rest at George Coleman Ford. With approved credit, offer good through April 2nd, 2024. So what exactly are the net rankings? I have no idea. Tune in every day until March as we try to figure it out. The Roar, where every day is game day. Stand on the box, stomp your feet, start clapping. Got a real good feeling, something bad about to happen. Hour number three, Out of Bounds, William Quaggabush, Ben Milstead, final hour of the show, uh, and we'll go to the phones right now. we got Will Vandenberg.